Hello and welcome to a new episode of Looking Good with Nate. This is going to be a very special episode, first of its kind. I'm going to be reading one of my comic books in audiobook form. So if you're here for opinions on politics, uh, the political media, the regular media, uh, movies, TV shows, comic books, anything like that, uh, check out some of my older episodes and I promise you you'll find some good stuff there. Otherwise, uh, oh, oh, one more little uh, preface. Uh, so now I've never proclaimed, nor am I proclaiming now, that I am a good actor. I'm not, that's, that's just never something I've wanted to be. It's not, I don't like trying to be things that I'm not. But what I do like doing is telling a good story. And that's what my comic books have always done, I guess. Maybe even that's what my podcasts have been a bit about, you know, just telling people a good story. But... Uh, nevertheless, just I'd let you remind you of that aspect of myself that I am not an actor. Uh, so, but I mean, uh, uh, hell, let's just let's just get to it, shall we not? Titan Rage, issue one, a prelude to the Dark Ages. This place is not a place of which you will be accustomed to. It might be a place which scares you. Maybe even a place that inspires you. But a place of which you will not be akin to nonetheless. Welcome, ladies and gents, to the celestial realm of Horizon. We shall be your guides on this journey. We know neither why nor how it is we are able to correspond with you. However, we shall do our best to relay this story in totality and without bias. As I, Mementos, and I, Ayanas, feel it our duty as the titan of remembrance and the seer. We hope our means of communication, be it maybe seen as unconventional to you, is hopefully nonetheless decipherable to you mortals. As we understand that even after all this time, you're all still as dense as ever. This story begins before messiahs brought us out of the dark ages. Before schoolgirls were sucked through portals, before titans locked in cages. This story begins before a certain inspector owned his skills, before zeitgeist were mere mortals, before the gods learned to fear. This story begins with a mother's grief. This story begins with I. Janus the Seer, informing my queen, the queen of the titans, and titan with dominion over the earth, Mother Gaia. Her children, the Cyclops, had been slain by none other than King Euros, her husband and their stepfather. But before that, allow us to enlighten you to the recent goings-ons in the Dimpinati. There isn't such significance to report. There are no thrones. The humans are barely grasped the concept of civilization. Similarly, the beings of Divacost also have yet to begin their exodus from the wilderness. 
Narcissus has yet to cause any trouble, which only leaves the Titans of Horizon. The Titans have been keeping themselves quite busy. They began the so-called divine right, the colonization of Earth. An unforeseen side effect by all those except for I, the seer, of this manifestation of destiny was the creation of the four, the titans' first attempt at creating new life. The four were hybrids, half-human, half-titan, but with the power of the titans being so tremendous, the half-mortal body had a difficult time containing said power and thusly many four did not live long past birth. Many four, until Gaia's, that is. Gaia, for a reason unknown to her or the other titans, was able to not only successfully sile one four, but three. The titans rejoiced in this blessing with Gaia, all but one, Yoros, her husband. He felt jealous, emasculated, and lashed out by throwing her children into the mouth of a volcano while Guile was home on a horizon. And thus begins our story. Mount Titus, horizon, many years ago. No! Wildfires blaze, fault lines crumble, the world trembles as chaos rains out from Mother Nature. My children! That monster murdered my children! Gaia creates a fissure in the ground in front of her. Why? Why, Yanis? Why did he do this? Why couldn't I stop him? Why didn't you warn me? My queen, I do not know. Euros' live stream. Past, present, and future has been hidden from me for some time now. I had deduced he was most likely scheming something treacherous, but I had not yet discovered as to what end. What we bloody know now. Ah! Now? You tell me this now? Your incompetence is my greatest weakness. Can you not see that, Seer? The earth splinters around Gaia. Nemesis magically appears. My queen, why you continue on like this? Our manifest destiny occurring currently on Earthuman will devolve into a mere desperate attempt at exodus from our crumbling home. What is it that ails you so? Asks Nemesis. Come to me, Nemesis says, proclaims Gaia. Yes, my queen. How may I serve? I covet vengeance, Nemesis. Euros murdered my children. My husband murdered my children. I gave him the divinity, and he repays me with this? With the genocide of a newborn race? And for what? For reward? No, he received no reward for this. Was it for justice? P 
<laughs> a hilarious notion, but nigh this unspeakable crime was not committed out of altruism. No, this crime was committed out of envy, out of insecurity, mature immaturity, and misogyny, prejudice, and hate, and thus punishment must reciprocate. Nemesis, Titan of Revenge, you ask me how you may aid me? I say to you, you may aid me by conceiving my revenge, a revenge to be described as absolute, perfect, pure, and ultimate revenge. I want you to conceive of a revenge so impeccable in its totality that it makes the entire infinity take pause in its horrific glory. <laughs> just as I am forced to take pause in the wake of the horrific deaths of my glorious children. My queen, I must interject. May I suggest another path forward? Possibly something involving your brother, Element. Silence, seer. I do believe it was I, the queen, was addressing We needn't hear your rambles of a might-be future when our queen only has eyes for the now. Only a fool would advert their eyes from the future completely. If you wish to live your life in ignorance, so be it. However, I must insist you refrain from advising our queen down a similar path of self-destruction. My queen... I do believe our humble seer just called you a fool. How disrespectful. It'd serve you well to remember this is our queen's desire for vengeance, not eyes. That does not mean we should be counseling her to her f f to f That does not mean we should be counseling her to fulfill that desire. This venture is foolhardy, my queen. Till today, I have no reason to think of you as a fool, and I do not expect that to change. But, my queen, you must see reason. Yanis projects an images on the sky in front of the queen from her crystal ball. My queen, you know as well as I that your vows of marriage bind you to him in more ways than just spirit, but in power and in life. And he is a part of you and you of him. Neither of you can mortally harm the other of your own power or will. In the being, he is a titan there, is no power but that of another titans that can destroy him. Needless to say, it's less than likely that you would be able to recruit another of our kin to aid you in such a venture. Pfft, scoffs by Gaia. Gaia whirls the lower half of her body into a tornado and hovers very quickly towards Yanis. That was quite the yarn of folly, Seer. And why not? Why exactly would none of my kin aid me in my quest to avenge my children? Why would they not avenge them as they would their queen? Many of our kin, aside from Prometheus, still view the humans as savage and feel nothing noble could ever come from such savagery. None of them would back you. Please stop this nonsense and clash between he and you. Could only any clash between he and you 
could only bring destruction. You are acting like a cha- Gah! The ground craters beneath Yanis' feet. Mercy, my queen! I plead mercy! If not for both you, if not for both your betrothed and I, then let your mercy fall on me alone. But I beg of you mercy, mercy! Gaia pauses. Mercy? Mercy. You plead for mercy on behalf, on behalf of that? That wretched, ne'er-do-well, miscreant, vagabond? My queen, I merely suggest what I always suggest. My queen, what is it I always suggest? Restraint. But Yanis. The queen's mini tornado beneath your feet dissipates. This pain is so deep. This loss is like none I've ever felt before. It's as if my world has been sucked into a hurricane with me left in its eye. It's being torn into hundreds of pieces, struck by lightning, drowned by floods, and burned by molten life force hatching its way up through the very seams of the earth. While I remain frozen, a statue in its epicenter. Yanis, I don't know if I can bear it for much longer. My queen. Which is exactly why we must strike now, my queen. Whispers Nemesis. Nothing revitalizes the core like bathing in the blood of one's arch-rival on the field of battle. And I did just have such a marvelous idea, says Gaia. Yanis, you have served me well as seer, but I have made my decision. I will not apologize for withholding restraint and avenging the deaths of my three firstborn. My word is final, and your queen will hear no more from you on this subject. Yanis bows, and, the, and Gaia begins walking towards Nemesis. So, Nemesis, will the place of inception for my revenge be at your lair or mine? Oh, my queen. Compared to yours, um, for me to even subject you to breathe the air within my humble domicile will be an insult to you, deserving of only the most painful of deaths. <laughs> so mine it is. The queen and nemesis disappear. It's such a shame Ubris clings to royalty as the plague does to a rat. No matter. If not, I, I'm sure. Well, I, I hope. There are one or two other kindred spirits out there who I can persuade to persuade our grieving queen to abandon this grave quest. Yanis disappears into his orb, and the orb disappears as well. The Eternal Torch, Horizon. Prometheus's keep. 
element is focusing their power through a giant telescope pointed towards one of Horizon's three suns. The telescope feels as if it's thousands of years old while also looking irrevocably beyond our time and comprehension. It should also be fairly and maybe um, somewhat necessarily large. The Eternal Torch is a huge golden castle in the shape of a flame. The flame has several wisps, with two larger frames com com comprising the heights, highest parts. With one of the wisps being larger and cradling the other sm slightly smaller wisp, creating an opening where a platform is located with multicolored garden, astronomy equipment, and a fountain depicting the divinity. Almost got it! Elements smiling and looking extremely focused. Yanis appears a few yards away from Element next to the fountain. Element notices the arrival of Yanis. Greetings, Yanis! To what do I owe the pleasure of your company this midday? Your sis. Oh! But do be careful of the fountain. Prometheus just finished it an hour ago and the way he was yammering on about finally finding his solution to the fundamental flaw built into his greatest creation. I'd say he'd be probably quite cross at whoever it was to tarnish his little fountain of youth. Yanis approaches Element. Now, sorry to interrupt you, as you were saying, my friend. It is your sister, El. Gaia? Yanis, the way you were looking, you had me believing something terrible was about to happen. Element is still mainly focusing their attention on through the telescope. Well, get on with it. What has our beloved monarch been up to? Or I suppose, taking into regard who it is bringing this alleged troublesome news concerning my sister to me, a wiser titan might ask, what will our beloved monarch be up to? <laughs> Prompting the end. The end? Yanis, please. I may not be Prometheus, but I am no fool. You will not manipulate me with fear-mongering. The end of what? I am not trying to manipulate you in great. Oh, and the way you're acting, you're practically the titan of maturity and wisdom. Element, if for, if for not any moment for the next millennia, be serious for this one. Element, looking a little shocked at what Yanis said, turns his head to Yanis. I'm listening, Yanis. Are you aware of your sister's recent dealings on Earthumon? Our so-called manifest destiny? In which we take dominion over another world, subjugate their people, and mate with their savages to create an air which the savages can see themselves in and therefore be more willing to accept subjugation? Yes, I'm well aware of that. My sister is doing and... I'm well aware, yes, I'm well aware of what my sister is doing in spite of my counsel not to, although I hardly see this as a threat to anything but our ethos. 
not to mention there has been no success to my knowledge from any attempts to create an heir. Is that not why you have me as seer? To show you things which you yourself cannot see? To bring you knowledge which is not yet accessible? Element smirks. I suppose you're right, Yenis. My apologies. From here on, I will be listening with an open mind. Please continue, but excuse me for not facing you. I'm currently shifting one of our star's orbits to dispose of a dead planet, which left unchecked will most certainly begin a path of collision with Earthymon. Or rather, with Horizon. Freudian slip. <laughs> and I hear if I lose focus, the star may supernova. Element turns his face back t towards the telescope. Ah. I see. I had seen that dreadful planet's future and appreciate your proactive measures. In regards to your sister, it seems the knowledge you lack is that there had indeed been a successful attempt at an heir. Your sister had successfully mated with a human to create new beings which your sister named Cyclops. Had? asked Salamant. Yes, your keen ears did not deceive you. Not a fortnight after their birth, your sister's husband threw them, and her human lover, into a volcano on Earthuman. What? Sparks fly off element towards the telescope. Sparks begin concentrating in the center of the lens. A hearty blast of electrical current flows through the telescope towards the star. The blast reaches the star. An unsuspecting element in Yanis are startled by the sudden supernova. The star exposed the last of its energy, revealing a black orb at its center. The lingering wisps of energy begin getting sucked into the black orb. El? <laughs> Says Yanis. I know, I know! Proclaims Element. Yanis looks worried and is somewhat bracing themselves. While Element is preparing for flight, slightly hunched over shoulders, bent knees with one foot in front of the other. Element's now in flight, maybe seven stories above Yanis and forming a pseudo-line between the former star and himself and Yanis. Element's body now has his arms down, slightly bent with his ar underarms facing forward, his fists closed with one leg barely bent and the other three-fourths bent. Element thinks to himself, I haven't attempted something on the mag on this magnitude for a while. Here's to hoping you haven't gotten soft in old age. Element stops. Element is now hovering and looking at the former star with his arms relaxed, but his legs still pretty much the same. Element extends his right arm. He extends his left leg. They extend their left arm. And they extend their right leg. <laughs> Element strains to make the former star capitulate to its will. His arms and legs are extended out to the sides. His knees are slightly bent, resembling if he were standing on the ground like they were like this rather than in the air. <laughs> Element begins curling his fingers, but there should be there should be resistance. There is resistance. Element closes his fists. Element begins pulling his body inward, making it smaller. 
His right knee is up to his chest and his fist pulled forward toward the center of his body. <sighs> Without intending so, his body snaps back to its prior stretched out position due to strain. <laughs> well, that certainly didn't feel good. I guess I'm more out of practice than I thought. We don't have we don't have time for this, and it seems Prometheus has locked himself away yet again. I should seek aid elsewhere, for I shan't be finding any here. Yanis's orb glows. Hopefully, Element catches up. I fear I may already be too late, and if that's so, you will be Earthumans. Only hope. Element Yanis vanishes into his orb. Element <sighs> begins curling his fingers. Element's <sighs> eyes are raging infernos. Literally, flame sh is pouring out of what. It seems to be empty eye sockets, only held back by currents of electricity linking both eyelids, crossing over his eyes. <laughs> Element, not closing his fist so this time, begins to pull his arms in front of himself. The black orb begins to vibrate. <laughs> Element locks his hands in position with his palms facing each other and his fingers curled in. Ice is now covering up to his forearm. The ice has been accumulating on his fist and is now reaching his forearm and now his shoulder. The black orb begins vibrating more aggressively. Element begins aligning his hands with the orb. His hands are in the shape of a volleyball somewhat. Element is close to perfectly outlining the orb. Element's hands pop back a centimeter or two. No, no, no! Element clasps his hands together. A shockwave emanates from the black orb. Element begins tearing his hands apart, but is met with resistance. After much strain, Element successfully tears his hands apart and throws them to the side. The orb explodes, ripping a hole in space. As quickly as it opens, containing as quickly as it as quickly as it opens, it closes, attaining equilibrium again. The rip in the fabric of reality closes, leaving his space as if it had never happened. <sighs> the flame in Element's eyes fades, as does the electricity. Element slowly descends. No! <sighs> as you were saying, Yanis... I swear on my life, this time I shall be listening with an open element lands. Yanis? Well, I suppose she's right to make haste. Element teleports. When element teleports, there's a flurry of wind, fire, and earth. It's like a chemical reaction with the product being element's displacement in space and byproduct being some minor destruction to the surrounding area. We are now inside Prometheus's keep. 
Prometheus says, or asks, rather. So you didn't even sire these creatures, and yet they worshipped you? Prometheus and his new friend, Alphaba, are discussing what his next product sh project should be over the most mystical workbench you've ever seen. They worship me because I saved their asses. What I'm saying is that they could be a good baseline for whatever we're going to create. They're as simple as they are loyal, bless their little ape hearts, therefore it shouldn't be too difficult to conjure up an obedience spell. Element appears in the workshop. Prometheus, time is fleeting. I believe our sister is on her way to kill her husband. I will fill you in once we're there. But... First, what is this? This is Alba, says Prometheus. Alphaba, to you. Corrects Alphaba. Hmm. Utters element. She's a witch exiled and believed dead in her homeland, a zoo, if I'm not mistaken. Seeking sanctuary, I can see she's a witch. I care not for her life odyssey, rather I'm curious how she finds herself in your workshop. When you've kept me outside like a dog for weeks, claiming to have barricaded yourself in your workshop in need of complete isolation, only gracing me with your presence from the window. The tower window. You said we're in a hurry. Do you really want to discuss about Alba? Alphaba. Alphaba, to me, corrects Element. You're hysterical, states Alphaba. Mockingly. Or do you want to discuss how she might have already solved her problem? asks Prometheus. The Wicked Witch? asks Element. Please, brother. I insist. Let me show you something truly beautiful. Prometheus puts his arm around Element's shoulders and takes him towards his work at table. Alphaba is already at the table. Finn Alright, so that was uh, issue one of Titan's Rage, a prelude to the Dark Ages. Uh, I hope you liked it. Again, this is Looking Good with Nate. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Looking Good with Nate, or Looking Good W Nate. You can find me on Twitter, LG with Nate, again, just with a W. Uh, Facebook, Looking Good with Nate, that's W slash, forward slash, and then uh, Nate. Uh, I hope you liked this. I'll, it's a good chance I'm going to be doing more of these in the future. And uh, please like and share this uh, audiobook. <laughs> uh, thank you again. Good day and good night.